0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to previously on Succession, the boardroom episode six. Uh, if you've not watched Succession episode season three, episode six, don't listen any further because there will be spoilers. Go back, watch it, come back, and let us dissect it. And by us, I mean me, Jamie East, and of course, who's Peter Onion. Is that you? Are you Peter Onion?
1: I am. You can call me Peter Onion, Jamie. We are just a couple of cool guys having some disgusting fun. <laughs> oh,
0: dear. Uh, anyway, right. Okay. Hmm. Where to begin? Episode six, season three, well over the halfway point of the season. We only have three more left. That's right. And I didn't feel it as much as I felt all of the other episodes. This felt like it's out of place for me. What did you think, Chris?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, felt a little bit like they were treading water in terms of like what could happen in the episode, but also the most overtly political episode of the show yet. And I think and to have an episode really sort of focused on uh, vetting the future president uh, or the, the sort of leader of the party anyway, it was just quite dense. Um, and I think watching it at 7am, as I want to do, probably doesn't <laughs> help with that, but... Yeah, I, I watched it twice this week, not because like last week, I just had to watch it again because I enjoyed it so much. But this week I watched it a second time purely to just try and get my head around it and try to figure out why I didn't like it so much.
0: You know, I've, I've got every faith in Jesse Armstrong and the writing team, which makes me believe that there's a reason for it. And and I just, I watched it twice as well. And all I was thinking was, why is this episode happening? Hmm. Because everything is thought out so well in succession. This has to be part of something that will become clear. Because I don't believe that they were just, they're too clever and too careful just to have this weird island in the middle of a season. But what I want to do is just try and strip it back to its bare bones and see if we can work out to what purpose this episode solved. or Served, rather. One, there was pretty much the the, the finishing off of Kendall.
1: Hmm. His
0: gung-ho and everything was just destroyed in an instant when it turns out as we kind of i think said in the very first episode these papers might just have like some facts order on them or something like that and it turns seems that that wasn't far from the truth that lisa pointed out that the the papers weren't as explosive as they were led to believe um so there's the whole kendall thing there is i'm going to throw connor in there and just go this was the first time that actually Connor's kind of dreams of becoming president were actually spoken out loud and, and kind of seemingly considered there was Tom and Kendall. And that was kind of it for me. There was, although I'm going to add a a, a late fourth with your right wing Nazi
1: fascist. Jared Menken, I think his name is, um, definitely haven't seen the last of him have we uh and i think if the show is doing anything it's that they've made a deal with the devil in this sort of new wave fascist like racist disrespectful homophobic everything um person i just think in another season roman seducing this wild card would have been like a b plot but instead yeah. it felt like they had to base a whole episode around it and it didn't feel that exciting. I kind of clocked, it was like 35 minutes in and we were only just having our guys really discussing the merits of each of them. But it just wasn't really that captivating. It just felt like, yeah, you know, hard to care. Hard to care is a good
0: summarization of, of that plot line, really, because Logan didn't really seem to care. It didn't really matter to him. Um, which one was picked? You know, he was considering Connor. He was considering everyone. All that mattered was that they were on board.
1: I thought the Connor thing. I would say we talked about Connor a couple of weeks ago. I cannot believe the show even had should Connor be president actually spoken by the characters. I thought that was just so. I, it, this is six months time till the election, you, and I know like yeah. the the whole system of politics is a mess, but like. something about it just seemed so ridiculous to me yeah and mm. i really just yeah i struggled i think to your point does does logan care i think roman's pitch after spending some time with jared was you know the outrage clicks at having this guy on atn will bring us in more money which we will need to fight big tech logan hears a really clean case from roman shiv's was spent most of the episode protesting this. And I think that's the kind of language that Logan just doesn't want. He doesn't want no to this person. He wants yes to someone else. And I don't think she convinced him, but...
0: Her conscience as well. It's like, hang on a second. Where's this... Since when are you Greta Thunberg? You know, it was, it was, it was quite weird.
1: I think also she's always been the, I mean, she used to be a consultant for a sort of Bernie Sanders-esque left of left candidate. And there was all this wonderful tension in the show where she was part of this family that was against this guy. But, but I guess Logan is saying to her, like, why are you here if you're going to protest this? She even said at one point, we should swap parties Like, come on, like you've been installed as the president of this company. It has not been to do a 180 on the whole thing. So another bad week for Shiv generally, because Logan seems to want to continue to drown her out.
0: That's one of the crucial points of of, of the episode was was Shiv, Um, because she got it from both sides, from... From Logan, yet again, further distancing. She tried to make amends with him in the car on the way there. Logan seemingly is now taking a lot more counsel from Kerry, a lot more. Are they having sex?
1: So I think they are having an affair, but I, I mean, first of all, I hope his UTI is cleared up if he's having sex. Because, well, maybe she gave it um, to him.
0: Yeah. Maybe he didn't well, urinate maybe, after I, sex quickly. I think,
1: <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. I think they are... Like going to bed together. Yeah. I don't think they're having sex. I think Logan has got this thing. It was the same with Rhea last season where yeah. I don't think we were supposed to think they were like sleeping together, but it's a confidant that's not in the family and someone whose counsel he approves of. And mm. this Kerry girl, like she spoke up when the family she interrupted was deliberating. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And Logan respected it. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved, the, you know, I don't quite understand it. I can't wait to see more, but she is instantly. I mean, also, sorry, Logan just paid Marsha a ton of money to apologize for the last affair.
0: <laughs> yeah, where the hell? She is wasn't she? on the credits.
1: That she wasn't on the credits either. So I kind of wondered if she's like out for the season now. If this was just her going, I want some money. I want some board seats. I'm gone. You can do what you want. You can get a UTI off whomever you want. I'm done.
0: The saving grace of the entire episode was Tom. I thought it was oh my a great, yeah. great episode from Tom. Not funny, really, although he had the funniest line in the whole episode, which was <laughs> uh, the Hamilton line. We don't have to pretend we like Hamilton. And Greg said, but I love yeah. Hamilton. And he was like,
1: yeah, sure you do. We all do.
0: Yeah, I thought that, which <laughs> I, thought, I thought was great. <laughs> so on the nose. Of
1: course, of course, Greg likes Hamilton. Like Greg does. bought the, you know, those seats that are like, 700 pounds. Yeah. Like Greg bought those seats. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about Tom or yeah, is it too think, soon? No, what, what? well,
0: you know what? Let's dive, let's dive in because it's, it's the meat of the whole, it's the meat of the whole yeah. episode. And also I think the clearest indication of where it might be going.
1: Completely. It's it, Matthew McFadden, like wasn't funny this episode, but him and Kendall was such an incredible, mm combination you know and the thing about tom that i thought was fascinating he's never been like much of a piranha on this this show no but there was something so powerful in how non-threatening he was like for most of that diner scene with with ken he was like trying to be this sort of daffy like country boy but he just wouldn't give an inch and ken was trying his usual tactics like the stuff that logan has sort of imparted on him which is like you know I've got a fucking great lawyer. I'm going to smash this. This is all going to go great. And Tom was just like, at the very, very end, he was like, I'm not going to lie. Because Ken asked him to say that Logan authorized everything. Yeah. Tom's like, I'm not willing to do that. And the quote he gave is, which is one of my favorite quotes in the show. So good. My hunch is you're going to get fucked because I've seen you get fucked a lot and I've never seen Logan get fucked. I mean, it's true.
0: If you're a betting man and you kind of just saw it all on paper and it was like a tally chart, you'd be like, no, I'm not giving, I'm not going anywhere near Kendall Roy.
1: I also think the prison thing is um, like, it's a, it's a bait and switch. I don't think he's, I think, I don't think he's going to go to prison. No, I don't think it is. There's been so many signs that Logan is, you know, he's been, Tom has been, um, closer and closer in Logan's affections the last couple of episodes. And what I noticed on my rewatch when they were doing the photo opportunity, Tom was next to Logan. Ah. Tom was front and center and, you know, Tom is not family. Tom was going to be cast off not long ago and is somehow influential in this. His opinion was being solicited a couple of times. Um, last episode he really came into his own helping Logan with his sort of funny spell I think Logan is going to put his neck out to save Tom as a sort of mafia-esque, you were willing to go to jail, and that's why I'm going to make sure you don't go to
0: jail. When did he walk up to Logan? Tom walked up to Logan at a kind of weird
1: moment, didn't he?
0: In this season? is it the beginning of this season?
1: When he ate his chicken? No? You thinking of no, him on the yacht? No,
0: no. He walked up to him, I'm pretty sure, and just like whispered in his ear and said, and Tom said something like, Anything you want, I'll do it. I'll go to prison for you, or something like that. And and Logan, yes, and, I Logan think... and Logan did kind of like take a moment. And went, thanks, Tom. You know mm. that, that. So you might you might be onto something.
1: It's though. I I really think like because it's the, the show is being very heavy with the prison thing, but also, so it's got to subvert it. But I thought it was so interesting because Tom is the martyr here. Tom is is like going for it, and Ken thinks he's a martyr. But you see him with Tom and you're like, this is what a martyr looks like. He is willing to go to prison for what he believes in. And he even agreed to Greg at the same diner. He said, yeah. I'll take on some of your charges. You can blame them on me.
0: What has Kendall got? He's got absolutely nothing. He lost Lisa just through belligerence and arrogance.
1: It's it's interesting because the way that he was behaving with like the world of law enforcement and the way the Roys were behaving with like politics was the same, right? The yeah. the Roys are saying, like, we can be as theatrical as we want, like we can, we'll decide who runs the country. Like the, the ballot box, meaningless. We'll we'll take this guy who is a fascist and an absolute maniac, and we'll we'll turn him into you know a, a figurehead. Ken thinks he can just act his way through, and if he sort of it doesn't matter what's in the papers. As long as he can sell the idea that they're explosive, they're going to blow up. And Lisa's saying, there's nothing substantial in this for you to get the slam dunk you want. She even said to him, this is not a slam dunk sort of thing. This is not you toppling a regime. Yeah. This is Waystar, they mentioned at the start of the episode, given them like a billion bits of paper. They are cooperating, which I've just done in air quotes, uh, (laughs) just to emphasise the fact that Waystar are-
0: They're just drowning them in paperwork, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they're dragging it out so that everybody forgets what the the argument even was. Ken thinks, if I just bluster my way through, if I go viral enough times, I can turn this into something it's not. And she's saying that's just not how it works with law. Hmm. Meanwhile, the the Roys are able to do the exact opposite with the the world of politics. They're able to put a dangerous person in the White House.
0: I almost had to look away from the screen at times when Kendall was talking because it was just like, he just wanted him just to stop. So in some ways, even yeah. worse this week than it was when he went on the stage invasion the week before. It became clear that he always knew that there was nothing in those papers because even at the mm. beginning when he was doing the briefing with his with his own lawyers before he went in and they were kind of like, and then you'll say this and he'll go. And he was like, yep, yep, sure. Yep, move on. Yep. It was like, he didn't even yeah. want to say it out loud to his own lawyers because he knew that yeah. they would go, whoa, 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 whoa,
1: what the fuck is And it doesn't this? want to appear weak, even when it's like, yeah. you know, sort of performance. He doesn't, he just can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I I can't understand. He said to to his lawyer, you know, he listed her the priorities and he said, I get in, uh, immunity, uh, we get a task force to gut the company and then my dad is killed. But I guess by image means, you know, chop his head off, yeah. metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, I don't take requests. I'm not a DJ. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But yeah. it's interesting that Kendall's first priority was that he's safe, yeah. And then they'll sort the company. And then, and I just, it's fascinating because I just, I don't know where he goes. In his mind,
0: he played the only play he had left, which was Tom. He's tried Greg. He's, he's kind of like scared Greg to death. He's, he's lost Roman, he's lost Connor, he's lost Shiv. Or has he lost Shiv? So then we get to the meat and the potatoes of it all and you take Shiv's relationship or or lack of relationship with with Logan at the end of episode 6 and wonder if now she has been like what the fuck have i done i cannot stand by and let this happen how can i not let this happen i need to go with Kendall now is there is there a scenario in your mind or in the in the future in the next few episodes where there's Kendall Tom and Shiv where Shiv manages to persuade Tom to to hop on board with Kendall?
1: No, I don't think so. For the longest time, I've thought Tom and Shiv on opposite sides of this sort of civil war would be the most interesting thing, you know. But she's still, like, as you saw in this episode, she's like, please stop complaining about going to prison. I don't know what to tell you. She's still on birth control, which is obviously her right, but like he's like, "Why don't we have a family and she's like, that doesn't work for me." and she's just shutting him out, and I think like I think she just wants to stay i I, I can't see her defecting I't she she's think- shutting him
0: out, but then seems genuinely perplexed when she can't seduce him at her whim.
1: I know. They're just the worst couple. They're so bad for each other. Yeah,
0: they are. They are. But it's just so, I found that really sad. I just found it so sad when she went to kiss him. It was just like, because she didn't... And he said... There's no point. Like throwing a load of cake batter at a brick wall. Which is just a really weird thing to say because he's removed any form of affection or emotional connection with Shiv at all and is now purely a... I want to, you know, sow my seeds here.
1: Maybe Shiv thinks that leaving Logan to join Ken does make sense. Tom knows it's all bullshit. Whether Shiv is that clever I don't know. Yeah. But maybe she gets lured back to work for one of the other party members. I I don't quite know where she fits in, but I think she's increasingly squeezed out on all sides. Yeah. The I Roman think- Roman's ascent at the company is just fascinating to watch. He doesn't operate on having principles. He just goes, what, how can I impress dad? How can I leave all my feelings at the door? And, and he's, it's working. You saw him and Logan joking about memes on their phone. And that was so
0: weird. That was so weird. It was like, oh my God, dad, don't.
1: And then also Shiv tried to drop Roman in it to Logan by saying, you're going to tell our dad that our mum's getting married and she thought that was a real power move. And Logan was, Oh, that guy. Oh, the seat sniffer. Been after
0: that for 44
1: years. And it, 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 she's just not able to match. And I think it's fascinating. Um, but I think Roman is just, is on a roll this season. Um, can we talk about the really weird, slightly sexual energy with that Jared Menken? That
0: was next to my list. I, I was convinced we're going to fuck in the toilets
1: but we know that roman has very weird physical intimacy issues so i was like what are they gonna they're gonna do something and i'm sort of glad they didn't because the the waiting you know it's like with any like any rom-com waiting for the kiss is more satisfying than the kiss Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's true with this that this weird psychosexual thing uh, even the fact that Roman was sort of moisturizing his hands yeah. very aggressively. Ooh, yeah, and, and, and <laughs> the there was toilet.
0: a lot of moisturizing. You know, when you put on too much hand cream in Soho House toilets, it was very much like that too much cow shed.
1: Yeah, and not to sound like, you know, the one percenters podcast, but the thing about the Soho House hand soap, it looks like hand cream. So I always get the wrong one
0: yeah you try and wash your hands with hand cream and it's like putting conditioner on first you can't do it it doesn't work
1: honestly if they're listening water that stuff down guys
0: look at us we sound like we sound like billionaires
1: there's a, there's a line in the episode that i noticed uh and i think it was i think it was said by roman or maybe it was shiv uh talking about voters and politicians and they said uh people uh people trust people who look like them and in that scene between Roman and Jared, they are dressed exactly the same. Their uh, shirts are rolled up. Yeah. They are mirroring each other's body language, and I thought there was uh, Roman seeing a bit of a father figure in this weird eccentric. Then I noticed um Jared started speaking like Roman does towards the end, and I thought there was just something so yeah. fascinating. That's what I think and maybe
0: they will maybe that maybe that's why Roman has been so weird in terms of intimacy and this, that, and the other. Maybe, maybe he's just gay.
1: Maybe. I think whatever his uh, background, whatever his upbringing, whatever's happened, it's just, he he's just doesn't trust. I think he's always looked at pleasing his father yeah, and he has no life outside of work. And I do think, I really want the show to explore it but this is a show where they don't really sh- walk you through things a lot is implied and i think it would sometimes weaken what they're implying if they go well here's a flashback to when roman was at school and you know but i would love to know more i think he's yeah. fascinating and have i we, think have we ever
0: seen roman in a social have- situation
1: no he was sort of friends with stewie wasn't he at one point i thought they Kinda, were kind sort of pals. but
0: but like you know we've seen like Greg at a house. We simply, simply have house parties or people round or sat for dinner. And actually Roman, you yeah. never, ever do. you never see him. Have we even to.
1: seen Roman's house? Do we know where he lives? Maybe we did
0: when he was with the girl in season one. Oh slept with. yeah.
1: Who I thought she was great, but I thought it was a really interesting that Roman sort of saw a future for this channel, which is get young conservatives on TikTok, get hot girls vaping <laughs> but we're also about brome broth and dick pills. And it's like, it's a joke, but it's also like we talked a couple of weeks ago about Connor not really being aware of what the party needs. Roman has figured out yeah. a business model for ATN that basically turns it into GB news. Yeah. Uh, albeit a more successful version. Yeah. Um, and it, isn't that fascinating that Roman is, I don't think he believes in any of it, but he knows that to leave it all at the door, commit to the the job which is keep the company afloat you hit the
0: nail on the head there i think roman and logan are very similar it's like you you don't know whether they believe it they don't need to believe it they just need to know that it'll sell that it'll make money um okay uh finally the wedding we know you know we've seen as you mentioned the piece in the new Yorker or the new york times whichever one it was where they're on location and they're in some hugely hot kind of like a sunny t- Tuscan location, we now know yeah. almost certainly that that is the location of Logan's first wife and mother to Kendall mother to Kendall shiv and uh Roman's mother Caroline to the seat sniffer um who's peter onion I don't understand why Logan would go. I don't get that. Is that because she's got a board seat and because this this new husband would potentially carry some favour?
1: Well, it might be that there's a lot of supporters there, a lot of people that he could bring to their cause. But also, you know, I imagine in some ways he would never have actually wanted to meet Ken at the uh, retreat of that investor that Adrian Brody played. I think sometimes the, you know... um, Occam's razor is we just want to get all the characters there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But
1: but I'm with you, right? Because, but, but also we haven't seen um, Logan with his ex-wife before. So I'm immediately like, I'm really excited about that. And I think there's so much potential to learn more about both of them.
0: No Skarsgård again?
1: Is he in the trailer? I saw the trailer for, he's at Ken's birthday party.
0: Ah.
1: Very interesting because I thought he'd be in it This season, and I thought Adrian Brody would be in it this season. And they've, I think, they're just guest spots, and um, which is fine. But do also one thing I didn't mention last week that this is kind of cool that someone pointed out last episode when they're at the conference, Adrian Brody was in the audience in a crowd shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw him. Yeah, yeah, and I
1: was like, that is so weird because presumably he just filmed one episode. So apparently they kind of filmed him remotely, and they like green screened him in so he was in the crowd
0: oh that's very cool
1: yeah because i was a bit like wait he did this whole episode on long island and then they flew him in and him the way him. yeah, yeah that would be so weird but cgi trickery which- well,
0: funnily enough because i get to, i don't know if it's i get i get my ass spanked saying this uh i get the screeners for it and i watched that episode and in the the pre the episode the, the version that didn't go on air there are only 10 people sat in those chairs and all the crowd, there are only.
1: Oh, that's so interesting. I, but I, I yeah, didn't, yeah. I
0: didn't realize that, that I was like, my God, this is, I thought it was like a plot point was just like wow people really that have, no one was there have given up have given up hope on the Roy on, on Waystar and no one's turned up um there's and then, 10
1: shareholders
0: and, and one of them was Adrian Brody so Adrian Brody was still there but it was only like him and like a, a couple of other people so I was like oh my god what does this that mean is- and then watched it on the day it came out I always see like, it's like gladiator where they kind of filled the coliseum up and made tigers appear
1: brilliant bit of inside baseball I love that
0: look not the greatest lots almost too much to unpack and, and kind of mm. too much but not enough it kind of felt uh it was like eating kind of a lot of
1: mcdonald's i think it was like watching question time i haven't got time for that let's let's have
0: faith in the process let's trust the process yeah. and yeah eyes down for episode seven next week which is Ken's birthday party? Exciting times!
1: Ken's fortieth, and uh, I would implore anyone listening go and check out the trailer because it's really funny. Really excited to see where it goes.
0: Great stuff! I didn't mention actually, Grace isn't here again this week. Um, who knows? Maybe she's maybe she's in a diner with
1: Tom. I think she's trying all the uh, agricultural German wines. Very
0: earthy, very agricultural, very yeah,
1: screw tops in
0: a really elaborate wooden box as well. Poor Tom. Chris Mandel, thank you very much, buddy. And
1: I will speak to you next week. See you next week, Paul.
0: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.